Welcome to Young and Adulting, a podcast of the Young Adults community at Christ Fellowship Church. Our hope is to create a safe place for authentic conversation around the ins and outs of life as we all try to navigate following Jesus in the world we live in today. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conversation. Hey guys, welcome back to Young and Adulting. We're in season four of our podcast. Last season, we talked all about the question, how? But this season, we're talking all about the question, why? Mm -hmm. We hope that as you listen to this, you feel confident in your walk with Jesus, knowing what He says and why He says it. We believe that knowing and understanding the why behind life's biggest questions can help us get through almost any how that life throws at us. So today, we have two incredible pastors with us, Pastor Lisa Duvall and Pastor Ryan Labs. Glad to have you guys here. excited yeah. to be with you. I'm so pumped. Pastor Lisa, you're no stranger to the podcast. Right. Right. You've Thank been you here. for having me. Yes. I feel welcome so, back. I feel honored, really. You've been on staff here at Christ Fellowship for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. You're a staff pastor, and we're just so pumped that you're here. Oh, thank you. But Pastor Ryan, this is your first time here this on the podcast, This is my first time right? on Young and Adulting, yes. Yes, and you are a Freedom and Care pastor here at CF. How long have you been on team now? I, I've been part of the church for about 10 years, awesome. and I've been on staff for seven years. So cool. Well, we'd love to hear a little bit more about you guys. want our listeners to know a little bit more about you. So go ahead, whoever wants to go first. Okay. Well, I'll go first because mine's the shortest. Hopefully these guys know me by now. (laughs) But I want to say there's something new in our season, James and Lisa Duvall season, and that is we are about to launch our third child into young and adulting years. Yay! So you're welcome, young and adulting. You have three Duvalls in your world. So (laughs) we're really excited about She's graduating this year from... Um, high school, and we'll be going wow. to SCU Lakeland. And so, come August, we're going to have our whole house to ourselves. Come on, somebody! Cool. There you go. Yep. There you go. And yeah, uh, my wife Jess and I both serve at Christ Fellowship and have been for uh, several years. Uh, we have a five-year-old, Stephen, and Aww. then uh, we are also actively fostering as well. So that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome. Excited to be here. You guys are here. Yeah, Yeah, excited you guys are here. Um, Today's conversation is really centered around this question, why am I stuck in the same patterns? Mm. And there's this verse, John 10, 10, you guys have probably heard it, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And we really believe that for our young adults, right? That they can have this full and abundant life. But we also know that the first part of the verse is also true, that there is a real enemy. Mm. He's coming to steal, kill, and destroy the calling on their lives and really the life God has for them. And so today's conversation, we just want to speak to the fact that they don't have to stay stuck in their hurts, their habits, and their hangups. So I would love to hear from you guys. Why are you guys passionate about this? Yeah, well, I'm I'm pretty passionate about uh, helping people to get unstuck because I have been stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, just a little bit about myself. I, I'd say even before I was a teenager, I started dealing with depression and anxiety and mm-hmm. self harm, and 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 really was stuck in that. And and even to a certain extent, found my identity in those mm-hmm. struggles. Like that's who I am. Yeah. I'm the I was the crazy kid, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Fast forward, I haven't really learned any coping skills, and so in my late teens and all throughout my 20s, really struggled with uh, with addiction issues, with with alcohol, with drug use, uh, with with relationships that were out of order, and and a lot of those things that that got me stuck and kept me stuck was trying to figure out who I was and how I fit into everything, right. and and is there a plan and and if you've you've been in a pit like that, you've been mm-hmm. stuck in a pit like that, and and God brings you out of that pit, 
you get real passionate yeah. about helping other yeah. people get out of the pit and, and really experience some of the peaks of this life, that abundant life. Yes. Yeah. I totally resonate with you, Pastor Ryan, because that is my passion, too, is that I've had, I have my own story mm-hmm. of um, hangups and hurts and all the things. And so it was around in my 20s that God gave me a vision of what my life was going to look like if I stayed on the path that I was on. And so it was, um, I realized that I was going to be living in and living out a cycle of suffering. Mm. I was just, this was going to be perpetual state, like Mm. a groundhog day of the same story and repeat. And so it was in that moment that I want, I want to do something different than what I'm living right now. And how do I do that? And so in that, as I've lived that out, I have learned my own personal purpose on the just Lisa, unrelated to being married to James, unrelated to being on church staff, unrelated to my kids. Like, what's God's unique design yeah. for me? Which really unleashed a lot of confidence. And and then um, my my relationships such a motivator that my relationships started changing, and all the conflict in my life started shifting mm-hmm. because I made a decision that I wasn't going to live in this perpetual cycle of suffering and so i go oh my goodness when you talk about the enemy is out to get us but god has something more for us yeah Yeah. why would i want to keep this from anyone else going hey you don't have to do this because we know we learn from our mistakes or our mentors mistakes and i like to learn from our mentors mistakes people have me so i want to be the aunt lisa that's going to say you don't have to do this this way yeah you don't have to make my mistakes i want to help you out so i'm passionate about it yeah. yeah, that's great. Our young adults are so lucky to have these two voices. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about this episode. Um, we know that some hangups are easy to identify, but others are a little more subtle. What mm-hmm. are some red flags that you guys have noticed that might indicate that something's keeping them from that abundant life? Hmm. Well, I would say my not so obvious, intangible things are easy to ra- rationalize because I actually didn't deal with. Um, a tangible addiction like alcohol or drug abuse, which you could maybe see some of those indicators. Mm -hmm. Um, The reality is the things that were in my life were just as destructive to myself and to my relationships. And I just, finding those obvious, not so obvious things um, were very difficult. So because I'm still in recovery, we all, you know, we all are working it. um, There are two red flags for myself that I look for. And when they come up, I, I, I slow the roll. So the first is my thinking patterns. I, I live in my head. That's where a lot of my challenge comes to, from. And so if the patterns of my thinking do not align to God's word, then I'm going, because this isn't God's word. You know, that's, I mean, I can actually shift. Then the other is, as I do, and I'm sure no one can identify with me on this, is that I can circle the drain. That's what I call it. But it's an emotional <laughs> spiral. And mm. I, I actually know I have worked on this so much in lots of paid counseling and work that I know in my body I can feel it coming. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the Holy Spirit has let me know there's some, there's some indicators in my body that will let me know. And so um, I'm very mindful of that because when those things come up, I proceed with caution. Yeah. I, I shut my mouth. I maybe may pull back a little bit, but um, I love Philippians four eight. To me, that's like yes. my go to yeah. verse of like, how am I doing? It, um, but there's a book by Tommy Newberry that is called the Philippians four eight principle, which was my last year's book on the mind that I kind of stayed in. That helps my thinking stay aligned to God's word. 
Um, so I would always encourage that verse is just like on my mind. Mm-hmm. Or what am I thinking about? Is it honorable? Is it mm-hmm. right? Is yep. um, because I don't know too in this um, emotional spiral, I can create a narrative that I could pass Pastor Ryan in the hallway. And I could have it just if he didn't say hi to me, yeah. Because mm-hmm. of the way I am wired, I could actually create a whole entire narrative, yeah, and go down a whole roll yeah. that is um, the whole thing that is not true that can cause. It. So to me, those are two indicators: thinking patterns and emotional spiraling. So yeah. they're great. And and I think sometimes because of those thought patterns, we we will isolate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the remedy for that is even saying some of these things out loud. Like, Pastor Ryan, I passed you in the hallway, and I don't think you like me. Yeah. Well, no, that's, that's not true. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes just verbalizing things mm-hmm. to trusted people who, who just want the best for us mm-hmm. help to, to stop those patterns from turning into the spiral. Yeah. Right, right. Well, and, you know, for me, um, I would go in those situations when I'm not healthy, it's very central-focused. Mm-hmm. I'm very I-focused. I'm not very others-focused. And the truth is, not a lot of people are thinking about me as much as I'm thinking about yeah. myself or thinking they're thinking about me. So yep. it's just going, Lisa, you know, that is um, regaining composure and knowing who, where my value comes from, where my identity mm-hmm. is. Um, and a lot of those things will start rolling a lot easier, and I don't, I don't, I don't think about it. So, Pastor Ryan, I know you're a big fan of me. I'm a huge fan of you, Pastor Lisa. You can pass me in the hallway and not say a word. All I won't right. think a thing. All right. That was great. Um what are what are some things that we can start to notice or start to begin the process really to finding that freedom that we're looking for? Yeah, I I, I mean for me one of the biggest pieces was was recognizing that I was stuck, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, if I if I don't recognize that that I'm I'm stuck that I'm in a pattern uh, that's destructive or a, 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 not even destructive necessarily, but a pattern that's just not getting me to where I'm supposed to mm-hmm. be going. Uh, I I have to, to to see it. I have to know it. You know, I've heard uh, you you can kill a dragon if you give it a name. Mm. So if I recognize, wow. okay, my my addiction is is getting me. Okay, well, it's addiction. So I need to address addiction. I have to recognize that whatever the behavior is, and it and it really it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Uh, one of the biggest things we struggle with, uh, me and and everybody else, is like comparison. Mm-hmm. So I can get stuck in this pattern of comparison and and looking at other people's lives and and if I can recognize, okay, comparison is a problem and give it a name, then I can start to work on wow. on heading towards a solution to that. And and for me, a big part once I recognize I'm stuck is is asking for help. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's so hard. You know, it's so hard. Like our our culture tells us, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You know, keep moving. Don't you know? Don't let anything affect you. And that's just not how we work. That's mm-hmm. not how yeah. human beings are are wired. We are wired for for relationship. And so, asking for help is like so brave, right? Yeah. You know, it's this is one way that we get victory through surrender. I recognize I'm stuck. I first and foremost ask God to help me. Mm-hmm. Can you help me with this? And and God, would you? Give me the people or send me the people or give me the, the uh, intestinal fortitude, the guts yeah. to ask people for help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and when you're able to see it and then take a step towards it, it's pretty amazing how things start to change, yeah. you know, when you invite people in to help you. 
Yeah. Well, it's interesting because my my thoughts are really this it's very similar to yours. It's complete ownership, um, complete surrender, and complete obedience. Yeah. That's how you get started. And I I would agree with you. It's interesting because as you were talking, I was thinking about this complete ownership. Well, that's me taking ownership for it, but sometimes it does require us getting help. So it's uh, you know, and it's hard to step out. Yeah. And I appreciate, and I'm a champion of trying to. Um, set people free for biblical counseling, reaching out for help, walking mm-hmm. through the doors of CR, yeah. uh, celebrate recovery to get the help because it does take a lot of brave, a lot of vulnerability. Absolutely, and so um, I love that. But um, when I think about complete, um, complete obedience. I think that we think that we have to get it all right right now, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, I like to like chunk out one thing that I can do different. Yeah. Just this week, one so that whatever one step and start walking in obedience because I know when I've made that walking in complete obedience is just being obedient with yeah. what I know right now. Yeah, and so somehow God just doubles that and compounds that, and it starts getting some momentum. And there's a lot of momentum behind that. So it could be literally going to celebrate recovery or going to church on the weekend. Whatever yeah. it is, is just be obedient, start walking in yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And and kind of to add on to that, like mm-hmm. I had shared, I, I struggled with with addiction. Yeah. And and one of the things that was probably the one of the wisest things I ever did was I shut up. Mm-hmm. And I just listened. And I asked the people that cared about me and I asked people who maybe had gone through similar struggles, what do I do? Yeah. And then I did it. Like, what do I do next? Like you're saying, mm-hmm. one step, you know, how do I do the next right thing? Mm-hmm. And, and, and my opinion, my preference, I wasn't going to allow that to get in the way. Right. You got to go to a meeting. I don't really want to go to a meeting, but you love me. You care about me. I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to a meeting. Mm-hmm. You got to share some of the things that uh, have hurt you in the past with somebody else out loud. Very biblical principle. Yes. I don't want to, um, people mm-hmm. are going to think I'm whining or complaining. Nope, you said I got to do it. I'm I'm going to do it. And good. so for me, uh, a big step of getting help is is for me was shutting up and That's just listening. Good. That it. is good. What encouragement would you guys give to a young adult that maybe has been stuck in a pattern for a long time, doesn't know how to break out of it? Would love to hear some words of wisdom from you guys, Pastor Ron. You go first. I'm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, like Pastor Lisa, you you had shared. Um, uh, that that you like to be Pastor Lisa and mm-hmm. say you don't have to learn from from your own mistakes. You can mm-hmm. learn from my mistakes, yeah. and and I think ar- ar- around us in our spheres there are other people that have come through struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and asking them and and humbly just saying, "Hey, I'm dealing with this situation. What would you recommend I do?" Yeah, you know, I I always think it's wise to to run their response through a biblical lens, through a biblical filter. Is what they're asking me to do, telling me to do, is that a biblical principle? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and and then again, getting getting to work uh, and doing whatever it is they say, but but also fully recognize when we're stuck in the pattern, the pattern feels like it's going to be there forever. It yeah. feels like this is, I guess this is just what life is now. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just a depressed person and I'm always mm-hmm. going to be depressed. And we get defeatist and, and start to look at it like uh, we'll never get out of it. 
seasons don't last forever. Yeah, you know they they really really don't. And and sometimes I wish I could just shake people. Yeah, and be like, you know, this isn't this isn't forever. Mm -hmm. There is there is another side of this. You're gonna get through this incredibly difficult time and come out the other side. And so don't make decisions based upon thinking that this is what my life is going to look like. Right. Because we will. We'll jump to. All sorts of irrational yeah. decisions, things that we know aren't honoring to to God or, or to ourselves, and uh, and and if we can just recognize this will come to an end, and and life will look different, uh, it it makes it a little bit easier to even get out of bed in yeah. the morning. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, I would say stop nursing and rehearsing because this is my I have a. If there was a, a poor spiritual gift, this would be mine. <laughs> so, um, because my my chief issue was around a hurt that was um, in my childhood um, of my not knowing who my biological father was. My mm-hmm. mom lied to me eleven years, and then I never met my dad, and no one ever told me. And then he died, and I didn't get it. And so, like, mm-hmm. I can rehearse all of those things that I have no control over. And um, God brought me through freedom around that. And so I need to live in the freedom and not re- – now, there still would be issues. There may be some issues that come up that I would deal with as they come, but to rehearse those facts. So if we go back and we rehearse abuse or we rehearse a wrong or rehearse mm-hmm. the hurt and we keep nursing it and nursing it, we actually we actually are – that energy, that negative energy, the mm-hmm. pain, we just keep living there. I had a great friend, Julie Gorman, tell me this. She said, you know, when we're thinking about this – when you see the people that um, Jesus healed, like the, the demoniac boy, um, he didn't keep going back. Once he was healed, he was set free. Mm-hmm. He didn't co- keep going back right. to that. He started yeah. living in freedom. Yeah. And I'm like, that's exactly what I was doing. Wow. God had brought me through freedom of this abandonment or rejection, but I kept wanting to go back to it. Matter of fact, I didn't share my testimony for like 10 years wow. because I w- didn't really want to rehearse it. I wanted to live in the freedom of mm. it. And so um, I'm mindful of that. So. Be mindful to not rehearse and nurse it. And then I would, I think the biggest thing I would um, encourage is that stop BCDing. It is blaming, complaining, Mm. and defending your behavior. Mm. Well, the reason I act this way and the reason I feel abandoned is because my mom lied to me. Well, the reason I act this way and the reason I I, I don't like authority is I can't trust authority because my authority lied to me. So these are all reasons. So that has to stop. Yeah. Yeah. If we want to have something different, we have to do something different. Yep. If we want to move in a direction, we need to hear hard things, do hard things to get out of hard places. And I wish there was an easier pill. I'm looking for it for dieting, but it isn't there. <laughs> yep. It yep. isn't there. That's I have great. to do the stuff, hard stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that's awesome. That's so good. Um, Pastor Lisa, this just kind of like came to mind. Mm-hmm. You were talking earlier about how sometimes you can feel it in mm-hmm. your like in your mind, something you'll think, mm-hmm. like those trigger, how did you start to recognize that those were triggering things that were gonna bring you back into a pattern? That's a good question. I, um, so this is gonna be free advice that I paid thousands of dollars for. <laughs> You're welcome. Everyone listening, free. You. So if I paid for this, if I paid good money for this, do you think everyone's gonna listen to me right now? Yes. Hopefully. Come on. So I, through a lot of counseling, I realized that there are certain, um, 
uh, things that happen, mine particularly is in my throat. I will feel my throat will start tightening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if something's bothering me or I'm feeling a certain, you know, I'm, I'm about to go into a pattern of thinking certain things. Some people feel a tightness in their chest. Mm-hmm. And um, a great friend and friend of this house is Pastor Lance Witt. He says that our body is a major prophet. Wow. It's not a minor prophet. It's a major prophet. Yeah. So your body, if, you, if you're mindful, like right, if you have an anger issue, right before you get angry, you can probably identify what is it that I felt in my body. Right. And it could be like a headache. It could be shoulder tension. It could be in your leg. I mean, really. And wow. so these things, um, so mine is, my main one is my throat. And then the other is in my chest. I'll have a tightening in my chest. But that is like... Slow the roll. Take a revan- what's going on around wow. you, Lisa. Wow. Let the Holy Spirit teach me. Seal my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let me learn. And sometimes I've decided those certain environments I cannot be a part of, and they may be great things. Yeah. They may not be horrible things. It just may be team dynamics that are not the best for me. It's wow. not the best place for me, and so I have to lead my. It's my responsibility. Yeah. To yep. lead myself in that, so I think that's a great. Thank you wow. for asking yeah. that because I did pay a lot of money in about two years. Yes, of guys, counseling. that was free. So <laughs> but, you're welcome. But even just <laughs> to, to kind of just tag on mm-hmm. to that, you you recognized there was uh, more mm-hmm. in life, mm-hmm. yes. and you were willing to do the work, right? Yeah. You know, and and to your point, we wish there was an easier way, but we have to. Uh, be ridiculously responsible mm-hmm. for our our soul health. Mm-hmm. You know, like we need to to study ourselves and ask help, mm-hmm. therapists, counselors, mm-hmm. trusted people to help study us, so that we we know enough about ourselves. What triggers me? What fills me? Mm-hmm. What do, what do I need to do to continue to live the full life right. and not the less than life? That's right. That's right. So, so good. good. Mm-hmm. So good. Thank you, Pastor Lisa. Oh, Man. Thank you. That was gold. Good. Um, for young adults, it, we like to Google things. So mm-hmm. this is our last question. If we were to Google, why am I stuck in the same pattern? And you could answer it in one question or one sentence. What is your answer? Well, I have a pastoral response, pastoral Google, which is First Peter 1, 14 through 15. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know better then. Now you know better. Mm. Now you know better is Lisa's version. Um, But you must live holy in everything you do just as your God chose you as holy. And I know holiness is such a big um, thing to live into. Obviously, we're not going to be perfect, but we're going to live into that. So that would be mine. 1 Peter 1, 14, 15. So good. All right. I have a less than pastoral answer. (laughs) Okay. I love Uh, it. If if. Ryan Googled, why am I stuck in these mm-hmm. patterns? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, sh- the, the top answer is going to be, it's me. Mm. It's me. Come mm. on. I'm, I'm stuck because of, of my choices, my actions, my lack of actions, uh, my lack of accountability, uh, choosing willfully to do the, the wrong thing when I know what the right thing is, mm. yeah. choosing convenience over hard, you know, choosing conformity over... Uh, what we know to be true. And so for me, the reason I would get stuck in patterns is it's me. Yeah, I love it. So good. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on the Young and Adulting podcast. Loved having you guys here. Honored to be here. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah.
Awesome. Thank you guys for joining us on another episode of Young and Adulting. If you love this podcast, we'd like for you to like it, comment, subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you next time on Young and Adulting. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Follow us on Instagram at cf.youngadults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.